BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We want the dating experience to lead to a relationship. So anytime it doesn't, we get mad every time. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomenChronicles.com, where I encourage single women to be the best version of themselves through healing and avoiding certain pitfalls in dating, love, and relationships. And today, my, today's episode is brought to you by my book series, Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story Kinda. This is a fiction novel and it is based off a young lady named Ariana who got everything but a man, y'all, because her ex just broke up with her just out of nowhere because he decided to go back to some other chick. Then she meets this guy named Mo and Mo seems to be amazing, but is he or is he holding a secret? And then, of course, she got this whole situation in Benihana where she gets into it with somebody, baby mama. Oh my God, it is just a lot. So you can get into this book series too day right now there is a free copy of book one because there are two books out right now you can get that on books on google play right now the ebook but you can also get the physical copy on amazon if you don't really get into the reading thing you can listen to it on audible but you need to get into it today get single woman chronicles and atlanta love story kind of written on okay written on today we are going to talk about reasons you hate dating here is why you hate dating because I keep hearing people say they hate dating like they hate it they hate it they hate it before we get into it let's talk about this tv show the ultimatum do you guys watch the ultimatum on netflix I watch the ultimatum on netflix first of all netflix is very disrespectful I'm gonna tell you why they're very disrespectful before the ultimatum could walk Owns put a ring on and had to run, okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> because they stole the whole idea. In my mind, they stole it from Oprah's network because put a ring on it. It's literally the same show. They just put it on Netflix with Vanessa and them and pass it off as a new show. So put a ring on it. The couples come in 
and they date other people, but they don't go home with these other people. They're still with their folks. Great thing about put a ring on it is they have you with a therapist because these folks need therapy. These folks need therapy. If you are pushed, if you are issuing an ultimatum, you need therapy. Point blank in the period. Something going on. Something going on. Y'all need couples therapy, separate therapy, something. Something's going on. Most of the time you need both. But the ultimatum, of course, they bring these funky folks on and they got a date within the circle. See, on put a ring on it, they date without the circle, outside of the circle, which I think that's a better option because what if with with a small form of the circle, you don't really know, you know, um, if you're going to connect. But if you are not watching the ultimatum, please watch it. Now, if you're watching the ultimatum and you have not gotten through episode seven, spoiler alert, spoiler alert fast forward okay fast forward to maybe because i'm probably gonna spend about five minutes talking about this fast forward to minute eight skip on over this because i don't want to ruin it for y'all but i'm about to get into it first of all lisa you raggedy <laughs> okay lisa you raggedy the reason you raggedy is because you put your hands on a man on national television i do not condone domestic violence any form or shape i don't care if it's a woman hitting a man or a man hitting a woman i don't like it and she's also raggedy because Raya was over there minding her business following directions. And she's calling, she called Raya, Raya a roach. I had to rewind to see that I, if I heard it properly. That girl, Lisa, called that girl Raya a roach. Are you serious? You don't need to be on a TV show. You need to be in a straitjacket. That's what you need to be in. And like... Usually I would judge people so heavily because this is a, ra a, a, a reality TV show and, you know, things happen and you don't know how they edit things. But you cannot edit calling somebody a roach and putting your hands on somebody. So, baby, you're raggedy. I don't like that. And I'm mad at producers for even airing that. I know you want drama, but you literally let this girl hit this guy on TV and y'all went outside. You could tell he used to it because he was so calm. And y'all went outside trying to calm her down as if she was in the right. Make it make sense. It don't. So that that really, really grinded my gears because I don't like to see domestic violence on TV. Because if it was Brian hitting Lisa, all heck would have broke loose. Y'all would have shut the cameras down. Y'all would not have even aired that, but because she's putting her hands and mushing this man in the face, y'all are allowing it. And y'all are allowing her to talk crazy to Raya. Raya better than me. Raya better than me. Cause I would have lit her up. <laughs> I would have lit her up. But Raya's a very classy lady. My class would have went right on out the window after she called me a roach. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so nobody on that show need to be together. The only two people I think who are ready for marriage is Kat and Ryan. Not to be confused with Raya. Ryan. These two pretty um, white women. Okay? Ryan, I love Ryan. Okay? Ryan is amazing. She she is amazing. She needs, honestly, she could date in the 1%. <coughs> Baby's gorgeous. She's calm. She carries herself with class. She could really date in the 1%. Somebody watching this show, if I was her, I would hold out. I wouldn't choose nobody on this show. I would hold out because I know her DM's about to be flooded. Ryan, if you're listening, hold out because your DM's about to be flooded. And I feel like you belong, you, you deserve better. Because James, although Trey, he loves you, but I'm going to get to Trey. 
James, he's not worthy of you. He's manipulative because this man has cheated on you. He's yet to tell you that he has cheated on you, but he wants to, because he sees that you got a voice now after coming home from Trey, he drops um, his childhood trauma onto you instead of telling you he cheated on you. Because to me, yeah, his childhood trauma matters, but I think him cheating on you matters more because let you make that choice if you want to continue to stay in a relationship with him. But he's not giving you that choice because he's selfish and he's self-centered and he's manipulative. I don't like him. I don't like him. I used to like him at first because he, he faked the funk when he was with Raya, but his true colors started to show real quick. I don't like him. Ryan girl, Ryan girl, hold out. Hold out. Let's get on over to Trey. Um, Trey. Trey is the thirstiest human I've seen on TV in a while. <laughs> Let me tell y'all why I think Trey thirsty. Trey is the, to me, this is just my opinion. Trey is the type of person who, they have a five-year plan. And everything has fit into their five-year plan. Except this relationship. And because, he even said it himself. He said when he was ready for a relationship, he thought it was going to be easy to find somebody. But it hasn't been. So now I feel like... Because this is the one thing that he has mapped out on his five-year plan that isn't panning out. He's rushing to just force something. I say that because every he talks the same way to everybody. He literally sat up in Lisa's face after seeing her hit this man and said that she's the ideal woman. Who the ideal woman? Who? You really saying a woman who's just an abuser on TV, cussing folks out, hitting folks? Is the ideal woman. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Then he called her beautiful. Then talk about Ryan. She all beautiful. Now Ryan is dope. But he's just really thirsty. Like I feel like whoever can fit into his picture. He will wipe them because he's just trying to check a box. He's not trying to marry the right woman. He's just trying to marry a woman who will check the boxes in his five-year plan. That's really it. He's so thirsty to me. I would love for him to take a take a moment, sit back and just be single, go out, date, figure out what he actually wants outside of marriage. Like, why do you even want marriage? What do you think marriage means? Because I think he means, I think he think it means like stat, status. Like my life is complete once I get married. But like, do you realize marriage is hard? Do you realize marrying the wrong person is going to make your life a living hell? You tripping. Now, let's get on over to Antonio and Roxanne. Antonio. <laughs> who? So many things to say about him, but I'm going to say this. There's a scene when he's looking at Roxanne. And he's telling her how much he loves her and all of this stuff. And she's looking at him in disgust. And the reason she's looking at him in disgust because his love, he drowns her with a love language that is not hers. And she keeps telling him I don't need you to continue to say, I love you. I need you to show me with your actions. I need you to change, but you're not changing. You're trying to love me with words of affirmation when I'm telling you acts of service is my love language. Get out there and get it, but you're not doing that. And you're trying to guilt trip me into staying with you. And that's not right. Now, Roxanne, I do feel like she should have left this man a long time ago, but whatever. It's just a mess. And let's get to Alex and Kat. Everybody hate Alex right now. Let me tell you why I don't hate Alex. I don't hate Alex because <laughs> he told Antonio what was real. Like, he told him the real deal, bruh. And sometimes you need that person to tell you what's real. Because Roxanne has been down in this man this entire season. And nobody's been telling him. 
And Alex told him straight up. And he just, Antonio so in denial, talk about the parents is lying. Why would his parents lie to you? That's stupid. Ooh, child. But yeah, Alex, I do think being with Roxanne made Alex appreciate Kat more. Um, I like Kat. I think Kat, people, who said, who said Kat don't know? Antonio talk about Kat don't know who she is. No, Antonio, you don't know who you are. Kat very much knows who she is. She's just not who Roxanne is. You see... I hate this about society. Society thinks the loudest person, the most aggressive person is the person that knows themselves, is the most confident, et cetera, et cetera. When, when usually that's literally the most false thing because most people who are super confident, who know themselves, they don't talk about themselves a lot. They're very chill because they just, when they walk into a room, you know they know who they are. Like we ain't got to tell you Oh, yeah, I know myself. I'm a boss. I'm this, I'm that. No, we just move in silence. We cool. We chilling. And you think because Roxanne is this big boss that she, like, knows herself more than Kat because Kat is just soft-spoken. No, that girl know herself. She know what she getting into. She know. I hope she don't choose Alex for real unless Alex works on himself and becomes less selfish. But I think Kat cool. I like Kat and Ryan. I'm the only two I think are ready for marriage. Period. They ain't got a marry who on this show. I just think they ready. All right. I said all that. I'm sorry if I gave some spoilers, um, people. Let's move on to here is why you hate dating. So recently, I realized that I don't hate dating anymore. Um, I don't necessarily love it because I would much rather be in a monogamous relationship that is leading to marriage right now. But I don't hate it anymore. Um, I used to dislike it highly, but I don't anymore. And I realized the reasons I hated dating. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Number one reason I hated dating. Um, I was rarely getting approached. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I, I'm like, I know I'm not ugly. What is happening? And then when I put on my fine linens and would go outside, and people wouldn't approach me, I'd be like, what is going on? I, I see this person staring at me. Why are you not talking to me? What is happening? What is going on here? And I feel like when you get in that season and you get rarely approached, you start to question yourself. You start to wonder like, dang, where are the people at? Why ain't nobody approaching me? So what I realized, so lately I have been getting approached a lot. Um, and I get it. There are seasons. So back in the day, me and my homeboy used to call when we get approached a whole lot, our hot season. Okay, we used to call it our hot season. And I feel like right now I'm in my hot season. And honestly, I just, I think the reason I'm getting approached more is my mindset is changing. Like when I go outside, I'm expecting to get approached. So when you develop a mindset and you feel like, oh, I never get approached and you start to walk in that, guess what? You won't get approached. But nowadays I literally go places expecting to get approached. Like, I'm recording this on a Sunday. I'm going outside later. I know I'm going to get approached today. Like, I know I am. Like, I'm, I'm going to report back to y'all next week. I know I'm going to get approached today. So, it's like, 
I, I know the, this and I expect this. So when you're not getting approached, you will have a tendency to hate dating. But sometimes you got to stop telling yourself, I'm not going to get approached. You got to start expecting to get approached in order to get approached, if that makes sense. I'm telling y'all, the mind is powerful. Like my homegirl told me she got COVID the other day. As soon as she told me she got COVID, my throat started hurting. The mind is powerful. <laughs> like, like, the mind is powerful, okay? Number two. If you get an approach, you're not getting asked out. You hate you hate dating because these fools ain't asking you out. These people are not asking you out. And that can suck. Because you go on day naps and you're talking to these people and they are, um, I'm going to tell you right now, these, these fools is bored, especially on dating apps. I hear this a lot from people specifically on dating apps. And you got to understand, a lot of men on dating apps are only on there because they are bored. Like, I can play a video game or I can get on a day nap and just talk to random females to pass time. That's how they look at it. A lot of men on day naps are not looking for love. They're looking to waste time because they're bored. <laughs> like, so if you're on a dating app and you talking to this guy and he's talking to you, talking to you, and he's not trying to ask you out, not trying to take things further. And even if y'all are texting and he's not asking you out or trying to see you, it's because he was bored when he talked to you. It's really that simple. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. I'm just, I've realized this from just talking to many homeboys. Like, dudes be bored. They don't, they don't, they don't be caring. So if you're rather getting asked out, if you see that sign, just cut it off. Because wasting your time hoping, praying, wishing this person gonna ask you out and they're not gonna ask you out. Just, just, just cut it off. And just start taking yourself out. I've been outside a lot this summer. <laughs> okay? And I'm proud of it. I am proud of being outside. Take yourself out. Go have fun with friends. Go have fun with female friends, male friends, all the friends. Go out fun with yourself. Sometimes just take yourself out. I went out by myself last Tuesday to Boogaloo. I was about to leave. And guess what happened? I got approached. Somebody came up to me and said, where are you going? No, you're not. Give her her car keys back. She's coming to my section because I expect to get approached. And when I'm outside, I was outside having fun. And then I got approached and I got asked into a section. That's what happens. You got to, you, you know, you got to put it out there. Okay. Number three of why you hate dating. Bad experiences back to back that lead to dating disappointment. I see a lot of posts on social media about people saying they hate dating because they like somebody. It didn't go well. And then they're like, oh, I hate this. This sucks. This is stupid. This is the second time this happened to me this year. And I think it clicked to me this year that we take dating too seriously. Like, I think because just because we want, we want the dating experience to lead to a relationship. So anytime it doesn't, we get mad every time. Let me break this down a little bit more. You, every dude or person you date, you expect them to be something. And every time it doesn't work out, you're disappointed as if your chances at dating or your chances at a relationship have failed. And that is not the truth. Dating is literally just the process of finding someone who you could possibly end up in a relationship with. But if you're constantly expecting every single person to possibly be that, then guess what? You're going to hate the dating experience because it's finding someone to spend the rest of your life with shouldn't be easy. 
it should be difficult, right? Like that that's a commitment you're going to make forever. So let's start looking at the dating process as a process to find someone you want to spend your life with instead of looking at it as every person you date could possibly be the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. You see the difference in that? It's it's different. It's different. So yeah. You got to and I just switched that up. I stopped taking it personally. So I'm going to tell y'all something. I used to be very adamant on daily communication when I first met guys. Like if I I meet a guy right now and I think he's he's cute, he better text me right now because if he don't text me right now, that means he's not interested. And that means he playing games with me, et cetera, et cetera. But recently, I met a guy and we text like the first few hours, we were texting heavy. But like the next day, I didn't hear from him. And then I heard from him the other day, the day afterwards. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I've been really busy. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care because I've been busy too. And then I realized something like, you know what? I don't know him enough to know if I even want daily communication with him because when you get daily communication with someone you start to get attached to that that starts to become a routine and your brain is like okay I'm used to this so I'm expecting this daily communication from this person that you haven't even gone on a date with you haven't even vetted you don't even know them like that you don't even know if you want to talk to them like that so now it makes more sense to me why you may not get that at the beginning and that's okay I feel like we're so jaded that we, these days in dating, that we see everything as a red flag. I saw a situation the other day and I was so confused by it. So this girl on TikTok, she was saying that she got invited to a date. She was on her way to the date. The dude texted her and was like, I left my wallet. Can I zell you the money and you can pay with your own card when I get there, but I left my wallet. She immediately is like, oh no, I'm not going to do this. I'm about to call my best friend and she's going to pull up on me and we're going to go out together instead of me and the dude. So that's what she did. But then the dude arrives and texts her like, hey, I'm here. And then she's like, oh, you got your money? He's like, I always had money in my account. I just left my wallet and I didn't want to turn around and be late. But she's like, I don't care. He playing games. But I'm like, he wasn't playing games, though. He told you the truth. It's not like he literally... Let y'all get to the restaurant, go to the halt through the whole dinner, and he start patting his pockets like, hey, I left I left my money. If he's telling you I'm a zell you as soon as I see you, get that man a chance. I feel like we're so jaded that we're not giving anybody a chance. Everybody's getting cut out for the smallest stuff, and I feel like that's fear, and that's not right. And that's probably why you hate dating, because you're seeing red flags that ain't even red flags. That's not a red flag, baby. That's just a coincidence. <laughs> like, yeah, so... That's that's one thing. You you can't take your past experiences and bring them in your present and expect a different result because you're you're leading with that past knowledge and that past pain and that's going to get you the same result. You got to switch up how you think. It's a new season. You are a new person. You got better after that last dating disappointment, so you better now. So, reason number 3. I mean, reason number 4 you date you hate dating right now because of you think there's a small amount of good quality people. Now, the older you get, it does get smaller. The dating pool does get smaller. The access gets smaller. Because think about it. Back in the day when you was in college, you was in school, everybody was a dating pool. <laughs> like, and you had access. You go to school every day. You're around these people all the time. Like, you see them. They're not married. They're young, you know. But then the older you get, when you get in your 30s, people start getting married. 
it's less folks. People are in serious relationships. You know, it's less folks out here. But me, I like to think it's a 50-50 on marriage, right? Success rate. So 50% of these folks that got married. So I feel like it's, it's more in the dating pool <laughs> than we realize, right? So I'm just of the belief that, nah, it's some more out there. Because, again, I keep seeing people getting married on my timeline. I don't know about y'all. I've been seeing mad people getting married on my timeline. So it's better options out there. You can't buy into that scarcity mindset. See, when you buy into scarcity, you're going to lack. But when you start to think abundance, you're going to get some abundance and some overflow. Okay? Think about it. Number five, the reason you hate dating is because you say you hate dating. It's hard to enjoy something that you are speaking negatively about. If you hate, like, say, for example, you keep telling yourself you hate working out. So every single day you wake up to work out, you dread going to the gym. Sometimes you don't go because you keep telling yourself, I hate working out. You got to start saying, I love working out. I enjoy it. You got to trick yourself into believing that. (laughs) You got to trick yourself into believing it because you speaking negatively about it. And I get it. It's so much. And then when you start talking bad about it, notice your algorithm change. Your algorithm starts to pop up on the worst dating experiences. Oh, story time on how this dude tried to play me. This date sucked and et cetera, et cetera. And are you filling your mind with all this negativity and not positive? Of course you're going to hate dating. Like me, yeah, I see the negative stories because I enjoy them. I like the testimony. I love to pull nuggets out. Maybe I can share with y'all. But also, I'm listening to Dear Future Wifey every week. I'm talking to people who are in successful marriages and I'm like what are y'all doing how y'all doing I'm reading books on marriage and how it's good and you know and I'm telling myself affirmations and thanking God in advance for my future husband like you can't say you hate something and expect to enjoy it no you're going to continue to hate it so you got to start speaking differently about your love life so yeah I think next week I want to talk about how to love your um dating experience And give some affirmations because I feel like the way we speak about something is the way that it will be because even the Bible says life or death is in the power of your tongue. And I really want to shift over because I feel like there's this great divide between black men and black women. And it's really among the single people. And if we continue to only see the bad in the dating experience, we're only going to hurt each other because we're not coming together. We have to start to think positively so we can end up together because that's the goal. We both want the same thing. We're just yelling at each other. <laughs> but no, I want y'all to think positively about this thing so y'all can have different results because it begins with your mind and that leads to your speech and what you speak will be. Point blank in the period. All right, I hope y'all help. I helped y'all out today. Until next time, bye. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.